What's up, guys? Welcome to Fitter Food Radio. This is episode 171. It's me, Matt Whitmore, and of course, the one and only super duper sensational. Oh, wow. Keris Marsden. <laughs> Do you hear him? He's like moaning then. He's like, oh, oh, shut up, you pair. <laughs> I'm napping over here. Been grafting all morning, chasing squirrels and balls. <laughs> yeah, he's had, a, he's had a good session this morning. It's a good sesh. Well, you wrote a workout for me. And my training partner, Elisa, and Hamish came along with us. But Hamish always puts in like 10 times more yeah. energy and steps, I would imagine. Well, he's just 100 mile an hour. I know. I need to put my Fitbit on him and see what he does. It's got to be the equivalent of a marathon, I reckon. Don't you? It would be really interesting. We do often say that, even if we, on the rare occasion, go for a run together, the three of us. Yeah, yeah. And like, obviously, we, we're just kind of running, whereas... Hamish doesn't. He's like shooting off after this squirrel, that squirrel, then runs back because he's got a scent of another dog, then yeah, comes yeah. back to us, then he's off again. So it's almost like we feel like he must be covering like three times the amount of ground. Easily. And so we were out for an hour and a half training, not not completely training. We were talking a lot. Yeah, well, but, yeah. But, you, you must have been. Because so, I'd managed to, I left you at the common with all your, your kettlebells thinking, you know, they'll get cracking in a minute. I then walked to the gym, which is about another 20 minutes, warmed up, trained, cooled down, showered, went and did uh, about 45, 50 minutes of work in a coffee shop. Yeah, but... And then I'm walking home and I give you a bell but, and, and you're still there. We were chatting afterwards, but we it was, it was a long workout that you gave us. It was. It's it basically but, like a 1K run with loads of exercises in between. But it's nice to be social as well, I suppose. Yeah. Not like you had to be anywhere. I have to say, actually, it's a while since I've like trained with people. I've joined some boot camps and stuff, haven't I? And it's, yeah. it's really nice, actually. I think because a lot of my work is just at home on my own in the day. Mm. And I've been a bit like, no, I'm better training on my own because I can be a bit of a control freak. I want to make sure yeah. I get a workout in that's right for me. And if I'm tired, I can kick back and won't feel that kind of competitive. Yeah. Like almost a bit scared of competition. But then it's kind of linked to what we're talking about today. We're going to talk about kind of aging but in a sense of like every decade of life that you have how you should adapt things like your training and your yeah, nutrition yeah. but I think I got to a almost like a mindset where I was like I, I, I should just train on my own because that's kind of best for me I've had injuries and I kind of know my needs but actually going and training with other people has just reminded me as long as you do it on your terms which you've always said about CrossFit like you do yeah. it on your terms and you don't kind of let the beast within you take over and push through injury and pain and things yeah. like that that you do find like there's just some workouts where I've, I don't know. And I think in my head, I've been like, oh, I'm tired today. I didn't have a good night's sleep. And actually it's the other people that bring out like the energy in you and you yeah, can yeah. kind of achieve things you didn't think were going to be possible. And just having a little benchmark to kind of chase throughout the workout, I think is, has been really helpful, but like, yeah, it just has to be on your terms. I think, I think that's really important. Oh, for sure. Like, it's interesting though, because I've done a complete 180 on the, for years and years and years and years, like I've always preferred training on my own. Like I never even used to like training, like having a, just a training partner, you yeah. know what I mean? Let alone the group side of things. And I have had training partners and if I felt like I found the right one, i.e. someone that was like of a similar kind of work ethic to me, because like for me, when I'm in the gym, it's training time. It's not social time yeah 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 we have a little bit of a chat but 
I'd always like people to be like, oh man, you know, she was trained together. Like, yeah, go on then. And then I'm like, no, you just you just want a chinwag. <laughs> you, you don't actually want to train. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and I've, I've kind of like never, well, I never used to think I was the biggest fan of like group exercise or whatever. But then, of course, when I started CrossFit, like I almost feel like now I'm the other way around. Like even this morning, I went to the gym on my Todd, but I had a good workout eventually. But it almost took me a bit, I felt like it took me a bit longer to get going. To get into it, yeah. Whereas, of course, now, like, so I'm almost bloody hell, like, I've literally, I've completely flipped it. Yeah, like, yeah. now, like, I'm almost, like, put me put me in that room with other people. and. But I think there's also an element to which some days you don't want to think about what you have to do and decide. Yeah. And if you do, you probably go for, like, your comfort zone. And it's nice having someone else tell you. But I think there was one morning where I'd done a couple of boot camps, trained with you and our members. And it got to a day where I was like... One week, you mean? Yeah, yeah. So like after... Like, <laughs> you, said there was, to... you said there was one morning where I did a couple of boot camps, oh, right. okay. trained with our members. <laughs> yeah, a bit bored at the moment. Yeah, it was just... four workouts, didn't it? It was only 10am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing now? Just still training. Still going. Um, like, like four consecutive days, I think. And I, I just was like, I can't be told what to do today. Mm. Uh, that was the one thing and I got in the car to go I was booked in for boot camp and I was like no I actually cannot be told what to do today really? so it's like a mental thing I had the energy had the and I actually just ended up going for a really like run with the dog and it was just like I just wanted to be on my term like proper chill yeah, that's that fair play. but yeah I think there's like a rebellious side in me that's like because sometimes in the workouts even ones you plan when you're like all right we're going to be doing like thrusters which I absolutely hate there's like a bit of me that's like, fuck's sake, do you know what I mean? And, and so, yeah, there's like, how many times do you want to experience that over and over again? Whereas yeah. when I plan my workout, I'm like, swings, burpees, all the things yeah. I'm good at, core, like, okay, just back to back stuff. So I'll do riding on endorphins the whole way through it. But obviously from a kind of fitness perspective, you don't get it very far just doing everything that you're good at all yeah, the time. Yeah, of course. So it is so good for me to be doing those things. But yeah, it's been, it's been nice actually. And I have to say, again, because we're talking about aging today, I suppose I'd almost like written myself off a little bit as I suppose having loads of injuries over the years and said to you, like, I don't want to go into competitions and races anymore. I just really appreciate that my body is able to train again. And lockdown's been amazing in terms of being consistent with you. And I suppose also training with you, you're very kind of um, heavy on programming. You're like, we don't just train for the sake of it. There's got to be like structure. So we've got to be building strength and we've got to be doing like easier workouts and sometimes conditioning and, you know, like yeah, yeah. a lot more programming probably than I've ever done before in my life. I was always criticized at the gym for just like, oh, there's a class going, I'll jump in on that, you know, like, yeah, yeah. You, know, just, you know, kind of, I like the sweat. And I think it's been nice seeing that as we've come out of lockdown, I've joined group training. I can kind of hold my own in that environment. Yeah, yeah. But then equally a big focus for me on form and technique over intensity. And, you know, so I've almost got you in the back of my head going like, what's your reason for being here? It's yeah. it's to continue to grow and develop strength and look after your body. It's not to beast it. Well, no, exactly. And it's, it's I mean, it's, you know, like we said many a time, you know, a lot of us almost need to learn that lesson the hard way. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's not like we're just like, oh, you know, you know, just kind of had it all sussed out from, yeah, yeah. from from day one. Like we've almost had to make a few of those epic mistakes of pushing through injury, not listening to our body, not getting enough sleep, maybe training a little bit too hard or too often. Yeah. And then our body's like, no, nah, mate, <laughs> I ain't having that anymore. No, like no. You've, you've pushed things too far. And, and we all know how frustrating that is. And I think that's why like 
you know, I, in fact, actually this morning we were just talking about this because we were like, you know, we're going to talk about like aging, but in quite a broad sense, not just like, you know, how do you slow down aging, like blah, blah, blah. But, yeah. um, you know, things do need to change over the the course of your lifespan of, you know, it, that makes perfect sense, you know, as we get a little bit older and whatnot. But I think a big thing to focus on is people's mindsets and, I have. I am obviously the oldest I've ever been, <laughs> other than my uh, past life. Yeah, when, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, God, that that would be an adventure to explore your past lives. <laughs> um, I've got a friend that does that. What past life regression? My RE teacher was adamant that he used to have a past life, and he was like alive in like the eighteen hundreds or something like that. Well, he'd have several if he was if he believed in know. past lives. It's he, weird. Like, I always used to think like I was like you've lost the plot, mate. But I was thinking actually, how cool would it be? Imagine that. Imagine sitting here now, just thinking about like you know we've got all our memories of this life. Yeah. Imagine having like loads of other lives that people we've got all these say, memories. People say you can access them. Huh? You can access them. They're within you. They're within your tissues. Within yourselves. You can access them. Why, why, why is your voice gone all funny? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> why are you talking like this? Because some people out there will be like, this is what I do. Oh, really? I past life regressions. And... But maybe this is my first life. You know, maybe this will be my past life at some point. Yeah, but before, before you were in this life, you came from the earth, carbon and... Oh, here we go. <laughs> you know, just like, what? This, this, here this, we go. this episode's taking a, <laughs> a drastic turn. Anyway, now that you're older than you've ever been before. I'm the oldest I've ever been in my life right, right now. <laughs> <laughs> Even older than I was, was than I was when I said it two minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. I'm older still. Um, no, but I was saying that I'm, I genuinely feel the fittest and the strongest I've ever been. And, you know, you could say like on paper, you know, you often hear like, oh, oh, you know, your physical peak is in your kind of like mid twenties, you know, but, you know, I just had my 36th birthday at the weekend and like, I don't know, I just, I just feel, I feel like I'm the most, um, what's the word, versatile, if you will, in my, in my abilities right now, like You know, I wouldn't want to do it in a hurry just because I find it quite boring. But, you know, I know this weekend I could run a marathon. I think you, know, I think you should. If, know I, put, you if I put my mind to I it. I think you should know yourself. You know that. what I mean? But I could also like enter a, I don't know, a powerlifting competition and give that a go. Just see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. not so like... Like more all-rounder stuff because you've been like a rugby player in the past where you probably had great sports-related fitness, but maybe not so much on the endurance on the gym and, floor yeah. or something. Yeah, and you know, and I just think like, you know, it's like I say, I'm 36. I don't class that as old by any means, but I do know people that are in their 30s who, you know, when people go, oh, I'm old now, I can't do that. And I'm like, well, how old are you? And they're like, oh, 33. And I'm like, shut up. What are you talking about? Like, and it's funny the, the the things that people tell themselves, you know, whether you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s. But truth is, I know some seriously fit mofos that are in their 50s and in their 60s. You know what I mean? And I just think like some of them are just such a huge inspiration to me. And and when I say fit as well, I don't mean oh fit for 50 or fit for 60. I mean fit. Yeah. yeah. You know, by by any standard yeah and i think a big big part of that is their mindset because a lot of people that i know in fact there's a there's a a group of women that i train who are in their 50s and 
what they can do with their bodies is ridiculous. I've seen them on Strava. They're mightily impressive. I can't yeah. work out, by the way, if Strava is a good thing or a bad thing for me. And we're, I was chatting with um, a friend that I trained with. We were talking about this and we said there's like a culture with Strava. We went on there because of our my members were on there and we said, like, let's get a kind of cardio club going on. But suddenly you're like pitted against other people. And, you know, when people have to say, like, this is my easy run or this is my quick run or a moderate run. And it's like about like double your pace that you do when you're going like max effort. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I, I see your clients on there and they do like four or five hour runs and bike rides. Yeah, and, like, no drama. But it's also like chatty run with so-and-so. And it's like <laughs> they just loop around the M25 and back. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? I'm like, wow, just the ability of some people. But I quite, I liked Strava in that I had no idea like where I was pace-wise running. Yeah. And I've actually used it kind of as the end of lockdown as we kind of come out of it a bit to pick up my pace really, really slowly. But I was only competing against myself and then trying not to kind of look at other people's paces. And I've kind of kept with that and I use it for the kind of distance tracking side of things. And I've seen my endurance just like slowly, slowly improve. And what's quite interesting is I was saying to you, like some of my other health issues and challenges that I've had, I've been quite scared about training because obviously training can make it, it can make your gut issues worse. It can, you know, if you have histamine issues, it, once you get your inflammation up, your histamine can all kick off. Yeah. But actually I'm only seeing positive things as long as I eat really well, guard my sleep and, yeah, and kind yeah. of, and, and not doing four sessions a day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. before 10am. Yeah, yeah, like it's actually, at this point in time, I'm, I'm seeing like key improvements, which is really interesting because before I was like, I better not train because it would just add fuel to an already inflamed kind of situation. But, yeah. but so far it's been really beneficial. Um, but yeah, I think, it's, it's, it's kind of interesting when you see Strava and, and people who are, like you've just said, kind of, you know, for my age, where should I be or my ability or, you know, even that kind of pressure, I'm a personal trainer or, you know, fit pro yeah, or yeah. someone who's healthy, like where where should I be? But I think, you know, the real takeaway is to just focus on your own journey. And I think, again, same thing, falling ill has made me really appreciate, God, I never thought I'd be able to do some of the stuff I'm doing now yeah. because at one point I was just in real kind of dire straits. So when I do get a bit carried away, I'm just like, uh, 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 just, you know, really remind yourself that you're so flipping lucky to be able to do some of these things that I can now do, which I couldn't in the past. And I think a big part of it was the kind of the lockdown side of things where, you know, scale back on work, travel, stress, other things. And then, you know, generally, I was just looking up actually what the saying was, did lockdown turn you in, uh, did lockdown turn you into a chunk, a drunk or a hunk? <laughs> and I think what's quite lucky is I couldn't actually drink, could I? No. With my stomach issues, which meant you didn't really drink that much. No. Obviously, we trained with our members, which was amazing. And our members kind of became something, you know, for us to do as well as in like, yeah, you yeah. know, kind of working out with them and doing yoga with them. So it wasn't all like kind of intense stuff. And um, I think like for us, it was a really good it helps to get a nice foundation in place. And both of us said at the very end of it, gosh, we're probably like you, like you, I would say I'm fitter and stronger than I've probably been in years hmm. because in the past I've either been all about cardio and running and stuff or I got really into strength training but couldn't run for a bus yeah you know and I've kind of and it depends usually injuries often guided me so when my knees were screwed I'd be loads of strength training instead yeah because I couldn't do much else um but I've never had this all-round fitness that again is a kind of result of uh, I would say lockdown because we would be walking the dog running with the dog then doing yeah. some conditioning then doing some strength um, well, I think like as well, like, you know, expanding on it even more, I'd probably go as far as saying I'm the, the the healthiest I've ever been as well. 
You know what oh, I mean? I don't know. It was your birthday last weekend, and uh, yeah, I did worry you'd be diabetic by the end of it. The way yeah. the rate you were going. No, it's probably on the cusp. Yeah. Yeah. But well, let's forget about that for a I minute. I should have followed you around with a blood sugar monitor. <laughs> Don't, yeah. You yeah. can't have another Krispy Kreme until I've tested your glucose There's so levels. so much cake, man. To be fair, it was a very active weekend. It was very active, training, thankfully, yeah. thankfully. But what was quite funny is, like, even I got to, like, Monday and I was like, I am caked out, mate. Oh, really? Like, <laughs> I, I don't even know that I could have another bit of cake. And then... Our neighbour um, dropped a uh, Colin the Caterpillar, Caterpillar cake round. I know. And I was like, oh, my days. So I took it with me to uh, CrossFit because I was thinking this this lot, like, we'll get stuck in. And uh, and I, I, ju- I literally just said to one of the other guys, I was like, I'm caked out. I said, I'm going to leave this in the kitchen for you guys to... Um, smash. Smash. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and the next thing you know, almost without even thinking, I had two slices in my hand. Oh, <laughs> I was like, shit. You didn't tell me that. I can't stop myself. How did these get here? I had a little cry. I've become addicted. It was good cake, man. Have you ever had a Colin in the Caterpillar cake? No, it's no. It's really nice. Yeah, I might have done years ago. He's been around what? for a while, if, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I might have had it when I was six. Oh, my God. So good. <laughs> really? And I don't know if it's just because it was post-workout or, or what, but... Was, it, was it Marks and Spencer's? Yeah, yeah. Should we get them to sponsor the podcast? Can you imagine? Marks and Spencer's Colin or, the Caterpillar Colin cake. Colin the... Calling the caterpillar products specifically. Yeah, yeah just, just the cake. <laughs> this episode else. is brought to you by the Colin the Caterpillar cake. Yeah. But yeah, it was uh, really, really not, nice. Not any cheap imitation of it either. No, no, yeah. Trademarked. Yeah. We heard all about that. Mm-hmm. Um, In fact, there was one funny bit actually where. Was it was it Lidl or Aldi that were brought out their version? I think it was Aldi. Was it? Yeah. But there was this one part of the weekend. You was active because basically what do you do for someone who loves CrossFit on their birthday? And I planned us with with the help of your mates, a surprise CrossFit session. You did. So you loved it. Amazing. And then we did Ninja Warrior on Sunday, which was absolutely knackering. Well, Friday morning started with a gym sesh with a a friend of ours, which is great. Uh, You know, I think it's always nice when when you know calories are coming. Well, it's it, nice to burn a few. Start start with a lift gym. some weights. You know. What if other people like to start their birthday with a workout? I love it. I, I do as well. I, but I just wonder it. if it's it's because we what we've done for years. And then Friday, lots of steps. You know, walking around a lot, weren't we? We're in London, so and then, yeah, like you say, too. workout Saturday, Ninja Warrior on Sunday, which I was I was sweating as much at Ninja Warrior that I, as I was. The workout, I think. Yeah, you were probably more. Actually. I had to buy a t-shirt afterwards. This is cause... this is really grim. So Matt and his friend. Well, well, we went with a couple of friends and you and Derek were ahead of us on the assault course and you were both sweating so much <laughs> that as we were following you, it was like water slides, basically, because it was like we were in your sweat. And I was just like, this is actually so grim. I don't know what's worse, the See, assault the, course well, or sliding around in your sweat. That at least we were you would like, have slid down the slide faster. Yeah, true. So we added to your fun. Yeah, <laughs> I finished quicker. But I was just going to say there was one point at the end of the weekend where you, they'd got you some cookies and we were sat in the car driving home and you got the cookies out and you were like i think i need to put these away take them off me and i was like you never say that that's the first time i've ever seen you like still at one though (laughs) (laughs) the intention was there the intention to stop was there as as was it yesterday as well so yeah i went i went from i'm back on it monday to back on it tuesday to back on it today, Wednesday. Yeah, but you did also ask me after dinner last night, you went, where are all my birthday chocolates? Which I, did. I packed. I did. I, I did this at Christmas. I packed them all away in a box. It's a good shout. Because you do have like a good two months worth in two days. I know. So I hide them in a box and then we'll get them out intermittently. Yeah, when you've it's, come, it's a good idea. You've got some vegetables idea. in you. Because, yeah, it was, it was an indulgent weekend. But you know what? 
it was an amazing weekend. You got lots of memories. No regrets. Well, honestly, like no joke. One of the best. And literally weekends talking of my life. about aging, you had like a like a five year old's birthday in some ways, but <laughs> you were the oldest people in Ninja Warrior for a start. Well, I, I must admit, I did. I, I did have to laugh because obviously Ninja Warrior is. Mainly for the kids, course. really, but families do go. I have to say, it was so hard, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm really sure. To be fair, you struggled on the advanced parts, didn't you? It was hard. The, all the overhead stuff. Well, I was all right on the... I actually did better on the hanging stuff and that than I thought because I suffer from, like, the world's sweatiest palms. Oh, well, yeah. And I was thinking, my God, if I don't have any chalk, I'm just going to slip off of this. But I actually coped a lot better than I than I thought I would um but the one thing I couldn't do was that thing you had to run across but let me uh, what, what I found quite funny is like I mean I'm I'm not a short guy you know I'm I'm about six foot two but Derek's about six foot five <laughs> and uh and I just had a moment where we're both stood next to each other in the queue and there's, <laughs> Everyone these, else is like... there's all these like little like two foot three foot kids <laughs> and we're just stood there like with big smiles on our faces like really excited to get going yeah, but do you know what was also really excited not excited but funny about watching it is how how kids just go into things like fearless. so fearlessly we've mentioned this before and like with age we've all got that kind of like so much more risk averse yeah. so for my my whole thing was not whether I could do it but whether I was just going to fall flat on my face on yeah. several occasions and it's like and injure myself and things like that but just watching the kids was so inspiring and the way that it got to like the ramp that you run up at the end I was like I don't even know that I could do that but I watched three kids do it and I was like oh, for God's sake just find your inner child and go for it and you can like, yeah did you do it yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. did you get to the top yeah yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I've been a bit disappointed in you if you didn't. It's quite small. It's only about waist high. That, that was my only disappointment with it, is like, you know, like when you watch Ninja War and you've got that big ramp at the end. And I was thinking it would have been quite what, cool. What, a travelator type thing? Well, I, would, I just thought it would have been nice if they had like two of those ramps, like one for the kids and one yeah, yeah. for people that, you know, like wanted a bit more of a challenge because it was just too easy but for... This is what I think is a problem. You know, we have like an obesity crisis on at the moment and this is what we're saying. We watched all the kids in there for hours and most of the parents were sat by the coffee shop. So, and I get that, like, you know, knackered parents, you know, probably just want time out to talk and stuff. Mm. But it's quite strange in society how we, we take children to a park and then the adults just sit around and don't do anything, yeah. you know. And, and when we were in London, we came across the calisthenics park, didn't we, at Canary Wharf? That was for adults, not kids. Yeah, There's yeah. no way kids could have done half that stuff. Um, there was pull-up bars, monkey bars, everything. And I was like, why don't we have, like, something for adults and something for children in the park yeah. so that adults could get a workout in? And I don't mean, like, I know those open, the outdoor gyms are quite cool, but once you're into training, they're, they're not really yeah. hard enough. But imagine if you could almost have, like, kettlebells chained up and you could... Like pay some money to get a code to unchain some kettlebells. You could do a workout with some kettlebells or dumbbells. Do you know what I mean? There's there's ways. Someone is missing a trick here and like the dumbbell shack in the park. Do you know well, what I mean? You, or, you know, like when you're walking around now, you see those um, pay-as-you-go bikes that can just be dumped anywhere. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. Just imagine you're walking around, there'd be like random kettlebells <laughs> yeah, just no, like on the floor. <laughs> But a friend, like, of, a friend of ours... Have a little, just, little, little uh, contactless thing on the side of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's in like a big metal case and it opens up. I don't know. But do you know what I mean? Like why is... Again, coming back to ageing, why as we age is firstly play is taken away from us because mm. essentially what you guys were doing on Sunday was like hours of play and you were sweating carbs. Like 
and you were loving it and it was in a you know with friends as well so yeah. it's social and obviously then you kind of go for food and stuff afterwards and it's like there aren't many things for adults to do anymore that are physically active that aren't in the context of exercise so sure we can go for a bike ride we can go for a run and we've like we're, we love trying sports but it's not very accessible like yeah, yeah. you know we've tried windsurfing and supping and all that kind of stuff but we're landlocked so we can't go and do that kind of stuff and I don't know I just think someone's missing out and not thinking about at the weekend's anything like scavenger hunts for adults, you know, and like yeah. set them up in the towns and it could be a kid's version, an adult's version. And, and same thing for a playground, for a ninja warrior. Like if we got playback in our lives as adults, I think it would have an anti-aging effect. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, how much more, I don't know, a lot of what we do, it just revolves, we've talked about this for time, is that a lot of socialising revolves around food and drink. And that's not a bad thing necessarily, but... I remember a friend of mine when she went on a diet said, I've just given up trying to go out because all my mates do is meet for dinner. And she's like, I hate going to try and read a menu and think of the, all the foods I can't eat because she needed to lose quite a lot of weight. Right. And she was like, there's no point eating out and having salad. I don't enjoy it. And then she was like, and they all drink and I can't drink. And it just makes me feel miserable. And then she's like, if I go to the cinema, my boyfriend wants to get popcorn and <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also and I'm sat on my backside for two or three hours. And she was like, everything that you do socially is a, is generally around like prob- probably having a negative effect on your body composition if you're in her position where she needed yeah, to lose yeah. some weight and I was like god yeah you're absolutely right like and yeah you can meet someone for a walk and stuff like that but wouldn't it be nicer to actually do some kind of like adventurous stuff like yeah. like I've just mentioned oh good like for sure I mean like you know like I or as a parent, sorry to just interrupt you, wouldn't it be amazing if someone was hiring out kettlebells at the park and there was a trainer there as well for an extra or so-and-so, you know, like £10 or you can buy a workout card. Seriously, this is a business idea. I think, we I think we nail this. I think uh, you're kind of going off on one a bit now. No, but like... There, there, no one's going to have like a chain that can be unlocked with a code okay, forget the chain. To, to free up a kettlebell. What about little huts where people just man them and say like you can hire fitness equipment here and the kids are in the playground and it's kind of like you take the children to play and be physically active for an hour yeah. and you just stand there. So why not have something for adults and hire it out and there you go. That's all or, I'm thinking. Or just play with the kids. Well, that's what my friend, he's kind of more into movement and gymnastics and stuff. He's like, I just, he's about to have a baby and he's like, I'm going to be on that climbing frame, which is yeah, cool yeah. as well. But I also think there's, there's when it's busy, you know, you can't you can imagine you and they're like knocking kids up. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. my turn. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Away. Hogging the, hogging I'll, the slide. Hogging everybody up. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there is, I mean, we could, we could definitely be more active, but it's, it's about the kind of feedback to us as adults. And interestingly, when we were in London, we stayed in a hotel and we were saying that whenever you get to a hotel and you're trying to find your room and get the stairs, I'm sure we've mentioned this before, not only is it a massive mission in the hotel, but you find the stairs and they're completely shitty and stuff. And it's like, as soon as we age, we're told to just do sweet Fanny Adams, like physically, aren't we? And it's like, and that's almost a sign of... um, where you're at in in life you know like status or wealth or you know privilege or whatever like we we don't move now you know to, i mean it's just a, a thing that we do well, well i just think like it's but for me it's a mindset thing like you know like i i've always taken the stairs as often as i can even and if i do happen to take an escalator i walk up it or i walk down it yeah i've always done that yeah i know people that you know i i look at them and i can see that they're able to walk and take the stairs but they don't that's their decision whether it's because they're tired whether they just don't want to whether they want to check bloody social media you know whilst they're going up or down whatever like as far as i'm concerned like that's their choice you know what i mean but and it gets, so that's why for me it just always comes back to 
just where your head is at. Yeah, like yeah. I've always been of the mindset of like I can move, so I will move. You know, and 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 don't get wrong, I'm not going to say that I've never taken a lift or an escalator. Of course I have. And there are times when I'm like, Do you know what, I'm staying still. I'm knackered. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's just because it's just been a long day or or I've trained particularly hard, whatever it might be. But 99% of the time, I will walk up and down them. But and what's, what's also kind of hard, I think, about this situation is it's like our need becomes greater with age, but the like the expectation is that you don't exert yourself in this kind of proactive way, like you're saying, like yeah. that you, I don't know, it's almost like there's a risk there with, with mm. especially when you start to think about getting into your 60s, 70s, 80s, like, oh, you you shouldn't be, you know, trying to walk up, so it's dangerous for yeah, you. Yeah. And I think COVID's been really interesting because we actually can see now that, you know, with a lot of kind of chronic illness, just how beneficial it is to kind of regulate your blood sugars and, and exercise and do all the, you know, have good respiratory function is yeah. kind of key to it. But a lot of people have kind of, I don't know, I think as they as we age, we expect disease to be a part of that process, don't we? And I think we we come across more and more people, friends, family, clients who go, oh, I've been diagnosed with this condition. I've now got to be really careful about doing X, yeah, Y, and yeah. Z. And, you know, I probably shouldn't do this. And I've got arthritis, so I should probably leave that. And it's kind of, you can almost see that, well, this is now going to have, a really negative effect on your health because you don't believe that you can be as physically active, fit, strong. Yeah. Um, you've yeah. almost been pushed into that into that kind of mindset. But the other thing that's also interesting is as we age, we are always losing muscle. And I think, I can't remember what the stat is, I think you gain about a, a kilo a year. I think that's the average um, weight gain rate from, I think it's like 40 onwards or something. Right. If you don't... When people say I haven't changed anything and my weight's increasing, oh. it's because as you're aging, you'll probably have more um, fat mass than lean mass. So slowly the weight creeps on. And again, I think a lot of women often turn to things like kind of menopause and say, this is why mm. a lot of men are kind of like, oh, I don't understand, you know, like what, what, why I'm kind of getting, you know, this. a lot of men don't care actually. A lot of my male clients have been bought no, in by their wives. But, but I do also think, like, yeah, that is true. <laughs> like, I'm bothered about his waistline increasing. Yeah. <laughs> but I was going to say that like, I think a big part of that is that actually I think people do change you know habits more you more more than they think yeah, yeah and like you say i think people like to use the the age card you know of like oh you know i'm i'm, I'm getting older now so it's almost like that's just the way it is yeah, you know yeah, you yeah. oh i'm getting older so you lose muscle i'm getting older so you, uh, you know your testosterone levels go down i'm not supposed you, to be that strong anymore you yeah know. you know like, yeah. oh yo you shouldn't be doing that you're at that age and it's like yeah, well yeah. no no you should and and I think like even going Actually, back to it's the like life saving to be doing that at yeah, that age, you know. Like. Yeah, and it's 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 um like for me, you know, I I love to train, and it, as as I kind of like got more into my career in this industry and started to to read much more about the importance of exercise beyond the aesthetic side of things, and you know the joint health. Uh, preventing muscle wastage, longevity. Yeah, yeah. Like that for me is like makes it even more exciting for me in many ways yeah, because yeah. I I look ahead sometimes and I'm like, I want to be that guy. You know, I want to be that guy that's still moving and still very much able-bodied in my 70s and my 80s. And in fact, one of the biggest reasons I want to get swimming lessons, I can swim, just not very <laughs> far. 
um, you know, I'd, I'd love to get swimming lessons to learn how to swim properly. Yeah, yeah. Um, you'll do it with age. Because I see it as something that, yeah, that low when impact. I'm older, yeah. low impact, I'm outside, I'm Ability. in the elements. Because you remember when, um, when we was in Eastbourne and last year for my birthday and we... we we booked a hotel and we had a, a like a sea view balcony. It was lovely. And we just sat there with a coffee in the morning, weren't we? And you just saw these like, these are elderly uh, men and women park up and just go out for a swim. Early doors, no one else is on the beach. And I was like, that's what I want. You know, when I'm that age, yeah, you know, yeah. imagine starting your day. I mean, I'd love, that, to, I'd love to start my day like it now. I know. It was, but it was on the news the other day, all the women in Scarborough doing it. And the one thing that occurs to me every time I see this is like, how are you not flipping freezing? Like yeah. every time I've tried doing it, I've got to obviously build up my tolerance, tolerance for the cold and like get my blood warmer. But it's, I just sit there and go, they're amazing for that. But yeah, the benefits, you know, in terms of what they're doing at every level and, to, you know, their immune system, their body temperature regulation, yeah. it's social, like you just said. Yeah. And, and like you said, being out in the elements, that routine. And interestingly, we've said this, we can draw timelines from, I would say, your nan, my gran. So your nan's now 92. My nan's not far behind. She's in her late 80s. And my granddad, who died when he was 93, when all three of them lost movement, they lost quality of life. Yeah. And as a result, mental health declined, didn't it? And with my granddad's, it was so kind of clear. It was kind of put his back out playing golf. One, because he would never do his mobility and yoga and things yeah, like that. Yeah. So with age, this is the other thing to emphasize is like your warm-ups, your cool-downs, your mobility stuff has to come as part of those sports that you love. Yeah, yeah. That's you're going to have it taken away. And, and um, he's always prided himself on kind of being very fit and, and strong, but put his back out and it was kind of painkillers, uh, back surgery, painkillers, antibiotics for infection after the surgery and just slowly. And then he just could not move. Um, and the painkillers really affected his gut as did the antibiotics. I think he got constipation. And then slowly we saw the cognitive decline as a result of that mm. and then the diagnosis of Alzheimer's. And if you look at the work on Alzheimer's, they now say like, it's not just plaques developing in the brain. It's the brain trying to protect the plaques that are trying to protect the brain from inflammation, which has come off the back of some kind of systemic infection, inflammation. Yeah. We noticed my granddad's nose was always running. So some kind of like possible like sinus infection, but this is just so much medical intervention and so sedentary. Yeah. And, and that's when you saw the whole kind of disease kick in. And with your nan, she fell on a holiday, didn't she? And then lost her confidence moving. Yeah. And that was it. She was kind of housebound after that. And she did really well cognitively, I have to say. It's only recently know, that she, yeah. in her 90s, she's kind of declined. But once she had decided that she wasn't going to move, you know, she couldn't really move. And no. and you saw a kind of very, again, the kind of more negative personality traits would come out of her. Because movement also, it's endorphins, it's pain yeah. management. It's like, we all know that. It's like mood enhancing. And I think with my grand, she had osteoporosis and just has never, she kind of used to go to a gym, but you know once she'd kind of had a few falls and um they diagnosed her with osteoporosis and said you need to be really careful it's interesting because we had a conversation where i said to her you need to do like strength training and and kind of what your physio says which is like lift yourself out of a chair pull yourself up off the floor so that if you do fall you're able to you know kind of rescue yourself like yeah, that's yeah. the biggest risk but she can't she couldn't almost get her head around 
why would I do some exercises for the sake of it? Because it's just not what their generation no, did. No. They were just so physically active all the, all time, the time that they didn't yeah. need to think about it. And I said, you need your physio to come over like a personal trainer yeah. because you're not doing the exercises and you need to book them in three times a week. And she could afford to. That was the strange thing, which was, I don't know, well, why would I want that? I don't want yeah. them coming over. I can't be bothered. And the one thing she's done now, because the whole family asked her to, is she walks her drive like twice a day, but does it begrudgingly and treats herself to a glass of wine at the other end. Yeah. <laughs> that's, oh. how, that's how she does it. That's a win. She goes. Let's celebrate. <laughs> she does, honestly. She goes, I promised myself my glass of wine and I'll do it. But she hates every minute of it. I think my mum's kind of similar in that sense. It's like, I do it because it's a necessary evil. And, you know, she's kind of scared of, of falling again. But I just think that, that movement and, and, you know, the your bone density, your your muscles, it, it's, your, it's your independence and quality of life at that age. And it is mm. associated with your your kind of, you know, health outcomes so if you want to lower your risk of chronic disease it's just so important that you just don't write yourself off and keep you know kind of thinking about different goals that you can have and learning new skills yeah. as well we've talked about that like that fires up pathways from the brain to the muscle that makes your cognitive function like next level or even like um you know like a bit different but like on sunday we did one of those escape room things which i've wanted to do <laughs> for so hard for ages but what was amazing was is in that hour you you just the hour goes so quick because you're so focused on what you're doing. Yeah. And yeah. of course you are solving clues and, and, and whatnot. But even in the kind of, I mean, this was kind of split between three rooms, but you were kind of constantly going back and forth because, you know, like you'd find something in one room that was connected to another room. And I'd be really intrigued to know how many steps we even clocked up just within that hour yeah, yeah. because you're just constantly moving and I just felt but it did like it felt really good to like just use your brain in such a focused way with no distraction it was like this is what we're doing right now yeah and again so, as you age that would be perfect for yeah you. it's like a sudoku but live yeah but, but what was funny yeah. was I said to you because it was your birthday and I love your birthday more than mine because I yeah. get to plan everything and I think the control freak in me is, is kind of a fan of that and I love just seeing your reactions to stuff, but I was almost brain fried from the amount of things that I had to plan <laughs> and make sure you were there on time. And we yeah. had things like the car broke down on the way to your surprise birthday party. It was a bit stressful. So when we got to the escape room, I wanted to just sit on the sofa in the escape room and just watch you have fun. Yeah, you know. I was that parent. <laughs> I'm just going to have a little nap yeah, over yeah, here. Just, so what I decided... <laughs> I'm just sitting with a glass of Prosecco. Yeah. <laughs> you crack on. <laughs> I get parenting now. But I... Um, the only thing I was good at was finding stuff. So I just made it my job to open every cupboard in there. Funny and I was like, I found buttons. this button and I found this this jigsaw piece here. And that, that was it. Whereas you guys were like completely immersed in it. And I remember thinking, I just look terrible. Like I can't even... No, it was a no joint lo- effort. It was a no joint logic effort. Lifting me. But if, if we did, uh, we're going to do Crystal Maze next, we said, didn't we? We are. And well, even we on have that to, one, we have actually done it already, but we're doing it again. On that one, I'm just going to choose all physical tasks so I can be as brain dead as I like. Physical. Yeah, physical. I like those. <laughs> Just stay in this zone. Yeah. <laughs> There's a crystal. I have to get it. That's about as much as I've got left by the weekend. <laughs> mentally. I really look forward to that, actually. <laughs> um, but, but going back to the kind of whole aging thing, I think like, um, you know, we're, we're kind of coming at this from a slightly different approach because rather than going down this route of like, oh, you know, when you're this age, you should start taking this supplement, that supplement, you should do less of this and more of that. Like, I, I just think like, it's all about just finding, finding the things that you enjoy and not putting the, and not putting barriers in place because 
these barriers only exist because you allow them to. And that's something that I've really come to, to realise. And, you know, we were speaking to our Fit365 members about this um, on Monday. We kind of start the week with a bit of a kind of like, dis, uh, more like a discussion-based post, don't we? And I think like we always place these limits on ourselves because, you know, it, it just seems to be that, you know, like society has led us to believe that that's how it is. You know, by this age, you should have achieved x y and z you know by this age you should have met your forever partner had kids you know career for life mortgage all of that kind of stuff yeah and the same kind of goes i think with physical activity but in general just starting something new i think we always think oh oh i can't possibly start that now because it's too late oh i can't change career now because who's going to want me you know what I mean? It's like, well, no, actually, you could change career now. You could change partners now. It's okay to start again. Yeah, it's yeah. okay to start something new. But the only person that's going to stop that happening is you, you know, and, and you might think that, you know, you're, yeah, fair enough. You know, like I know that my days of, uh, you know, achieving certain things within sport are over. But that's fine. Um, that, that's cool. You know what I mean? There's it plenty more adventures. There's plenty more I can do. Yeah, there's yeah. plenty more ways that I can test myself and, you know, and show what I'm made of. And I'm definitely ready to set my sights on, you know, new challenges based on where I'm currently at and based on my current physical ability level, if you will. And I, I just think it's really important that wherever you're at in life right now, you know, regardless of your age, you know, don't place these limitations on yourself. You know, don't don't see it as a like, oh, you, you can only do this if you're in your 20s, you can only do that if you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, whatever it may be. But of course, you know, you do have to listen to your body, but that applies to every age, right? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, there's always going to be limitations. And, you know, the, the fact of the matter is, there is going to come a time where you've got to just face facts. You're not going to be able to do the things that you used to be able to do from a physical point of view. But that's not to say there's not things that you can do, you know, mentally and emotionally. There's there's still so much you can experience. Yeah. You know, you don't have to experience a certain amount of things before a certain age is, is what I'm trying to say, yeah, I guess. Yeah, so you, I, yeah, I suppose that you're saying move away from the physical. Just one thing I was going to say on the physical side of things, so like with ageing, is it's you can... You know, we both said we feel fitter and stronger in some ways than we were like 20 years ago. But our need to look after our nutrition and sleep and everything else is greater. So you just have to be so much more hot on all of that stuff. Yeah. And then I think better at reading your body as well so like oh, okay uh, like you know as in like you know okay the feedback is it, worked really hard this week i'm a bit sleep deprived so i need to be able to mm. make some adaptations with my work make some adaptations with my training um, but like you said you shouldn't limit yourself on every level and think you know you could there's, there's other things we could be doing like new skills new hobbies new places to travel you know there's other ways to continually stimulate ourselves well i know so many people that got into you know sport crossfit very late and they love it and of course like they have that whole kind of like oh you know i wish i found it sooner but you know it is what it is you know it's like you didn't you found it now so just enjoy it i think you you also have a bit more mental discipline with age i definitely found that and i remember when i first joined a gym when i was 19 speaking to it's quite a small gym really nice really friendly and i spoke to a lot of guys in their kind of 40s and 50s who've been training for a long time yeah 
And they said they were doing stuff for us. I, I don't even know how you do that. They were like jumping on treadmills with dumbbells and running and stuff. Like they were all into <laughs> boxing and, and they just kind of run up mountains at the weekends and stuff. And I was like, how do you do that? And they said, it just comes with age. Yeah. Uh, this, this kind of mental discipline to, 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 you know, to push yourself, to challenge yourself. And, you know, I don't know at a certain age that I would have had like cross, I'm not, I'm not cross, but anyway, but do you know, some of the intensity stuff, yeah. it would have intimidated me. Or it would have felt so uncomfortable. Everything from the the people to the the feeling of intense exercise would have felt. I could I kind of eased myself in very gently, and I got yeah. very used to cardio. And then, do you know what I mean? A comfort zone for a long time. I don't know that diving into some of that stuff wouldn't have just put me off. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. And then maybe because you're a bit more confident with age, maybe because you kind of have that ability to go, well, do you know what? Take it at your pace, you know, or you, you maybe a bit more, I suppose like socially and emotionally intelligent. So you speak yeah. to people and, you know, I remember my first body pump class was the worst experience ever in that it's the first time I tried to go into group exercise and lift weights and I picked up all the wrong things and set up on a box and, it was really busy and my bar kept clashing with the girl next to me and she just kept sitting up and glaring at me. And I remember thinking, I'm never coming back to this. And similarly, I went to a kickboxing class where, you know, basically the guy kind of decided to use me as the demo girl and, and <laughs> knocked 10 bells out of me in front of everybody. And yeah. again, I never went back. And it's like, now I think I would maybe have a bit more confidence about myself to, to go, well, that was just a bad experience, but yeah. go back and, you know, or, you know, perhaps discuss with somebody that you felt like the class was too busy, where's yeah, the best yeah. place to go or like find workarounds or find solutions. Whereas I didn't have that, you know, like yeah. when I was 20, I'd just be back, like, back in the... yeah, I was just easily intimidated and put off. So I think that there's also, you know, kind of benefits to age when yeah. you do want to go and try a new skill and, yeah, I've got a friend who does kind of um, mixed martial arts and he said he just knows who to avoid in the class, the young men yeah. who are just trying to prove a point and like want to, you know, and he, he'll kind of partner up with people that are more experienced and, and kind of have respect for each other's yeah, suppose, like yeah. war wounds. And, and and he's like, and I'm not trying to prove any points anymore. Like, you know, that's a young man's game yeah. and, and I'll just, I like I just go because I like movement. But it's like, um, like Floyd, you know, Floyd Mayweather, the yeah. boxer yeah, yeah. like he often talks about this like you know like he had a very long career of like 50 51 fights whatever it might might be and i think it was 50 um undefeated his entire career but his fighting style changed over the years and when people used to question him on it and say like you know you're not the aggressive fighter you used to used to be you know some people would say like you're not as exciting to watch and this that and the other and he just straight up say like I'm, I'm I'm older now. I'm yeah. old. My body can't take it. Yeah. He said, so whereas back then I was young, I was full of energy, yeah. I'd recover quick, you know, so I'd be a much more energetic, much more aggressive fighter. Whereas now, like, I need to protect myself. I said, my body feels completely different. I mean, he's retired now. Yeah. But he's like, you know, towards the end of his career, he's like, my body feels completely different after a fight now, what he did in the first half yeah, of my yeah. career. But it was amazing that, you know, he, he just gave a straight up answer. So he just adapted. Yeah. He's like, you know, I'm older. I'm still good. I'm still very good. But just couldn't recover in the same way because, you know, no matter what you do, no matter what happens, you know, unfortunately things do change. Yeah. But I think that the, the key here is to not let it affect you on a, on a, on a psychological level. 
but also don't see it as the end. No. Just learn to take it in your stride and and adapt in, in the best way that you can along the way. Um, and I think investing, like we've followed coaches like Steve Cotter who said, you know, kettlebell coach, and he said over the years he's had to invest way more time in the mobility warm-ups. For sure. And called out things that were like a nice to have or, you yeah. know, didn't have time for when you were young and got away with that. Like you just don't with age. So if you're thinking about movement longevity... You know, if you were taking part in group exercise, it's quite a good idea to arrive early and get your kind of warm up maybe yeah, a bit yeah. longer because they're never warm enough, uh, warm enough, long enough, are they in classes? And there's a pressure, I think, with group exercise. We know this from teaching online to kind of get started. You know, people are like, I've, got, I've only got this much time to get Just started. Oh, yeah, yeah. But then, you know, when you tweak that shoulder five minutes in, you kind of think, oh, I should have warmed up a little bit more. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. And that's something that we've, you know, we've learned that lesson, haven't we? Yeah. And that's, yeah, you know, yeah. that's... And I think on that note, when I speak to my parents about training, they also have to look at kind of what they do outside of their training sessions. My dad's a nightmare for kind of gardening, painting and kind of anything that's repetitive. So, Mm. again, more wear and tear on the joints. And then simple things like I'll often say, like, you know, increase your protein. You know, if you're going to use, do exercise and you're using your joints a bit more, think about your vitamin D quite like protein and collagen as like two supplements and it's interesting because my mum still is like oh I should put some protein powder in my porridge it's like yeah. I've been saying that for two years yeah. <laughs> like at some point you'll do it oh, you're, it's so funny because your, your mum and dad are so different though aren't they yeah yeah like my both, dad will just both in their 70s no, no, nearly. nearly That's 70, 70 yeah. next year, yeah. yeah. Whoa, but I, I remember his 60th. I know. That's mad, isn't it? Um, but yeah, so both approaching their 70s and, you know, like your dad, your, I mean, your dad's very, very fit, very, very, you know, very healthy. Um, I'm not saying that your mum isn't, but your dad's definitely more motivated to exercise, isn't he, and, and well, be he active. Doesn't, he doesn't want to lose movement in his life, and yeah. he's already said that. Like, he's it's, it's quite a kinetic person, and he loves gardening and you know just never sits still to be fair but it's very important to him that he's seen you know his parents lose that ability and and friends even and he's like i'm not i'm not going there man it's such a just just decline on your health but i do think that's the big thing isn't it i mean like your dad has got kind of you know we we touched on this earlier didn't we about kind of like the the longevity aspect of things and kind of thinking you know like i want to be kind of able-bodied to my to my last breath yeah. type thing. And, you know, like, you know, things aren't always guaranteed, are they? You know, like touch wood. But I think, like, the more we can start to think about that now, the the better. You know, as a someone in their 20s, 30s, 40s, you know, which isn't old at all, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't be thinking ahead and thinking, you know, like... You know, so I'll just wait till I'm old before I start doing all these things. Yeah, yeah. Because what you do now can play. It's like you know, it's that that cheesy analogy of like it's it's like a long term investment. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, like in the stock market, you know, stop looking for those quick returns all the time and think like, you know, what's my long term investment that I'm going to keep putting in now, so that in many years to come I can almost really really enjoy it. Yeah. Rather than being just riddled with tendonitis yeah, and. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bad posture and can't move. But um, but that you know, that's not to say that that there aren't changes we can consider as we as we age. You know, we work with clients of of all of all ages and and Keris touched on the protein side of things earlier, which it's a tough one with protein, isn't it? Because you know, we often suggest trying to increase your protein intake as you age, but how important is it for someone who 
I don't know, you know, who's kind of always eaten a pretty decent amount of protein. Do you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't think they need to start having like, you know, kind of like egg white in the you know in the smoothies like going rocky style with it but i think like protein at every meal is just a really simple thing and the one that often is is missing from that is it's like breakfast mm. and so um and i remember speaking to a woman about it she was like well, it's too many calories if i put protein powder she's still kind of you know conscious of her weight if i put protein powder in my porridge and i was like well you cook down on the oats and have some protein or you have a smoothie or something like that instead and they've they've both kind of found that um just a benefit from having like a protein smoothie in the day where they can actually put like 25, 30 grams of protein powder in it. And yeah. they're almost like that and their meal pretty much covers their needs. I don't yeah. think they need to be doing like two grams per kilo or anything like that, like for the amount of exercise they do. But from a kind of keeping hold of, you know, avoiding sarcopenia, which is muscle wasting and keeping hold mm. of muscle mass. Um, they both take collagen and have both said they feel better like in terms of joint health and you know the comments everyone says about collagen is your nails grow and you, yeah. you feel like your your hair's slightly better in terms of but you know what that i mean that, that that's tends, protein i was gonna well. say yeah, like, yeah, you know no, like I my i mean it's a pain in the ass really because my i feel like my nails and my hair grow Too so much. quick yeah because yeah, you're on I, high I protein it's, it's just the protein yeah but i think it's cost me a fortune at the barbers <laughs> at the minute is it to be fair though i should think of all the money i saved during lockdown yes so you're catching up now aren't you <laughs> Like no barber fees for a year. Oh, those are the days. <laughs> but yeah, and I think also one of the things I've noticed is I think with um, with age because they say that the digestive system, um, you know, is impaired slightly. So like maybe stomach acid production is a bit less. So actually, you a lot of my clients tend to kind of have a decline in appetite and skip meals and and just want to live on like toast and biscuits and yeah. tea. And we've seen this, you know, in our own family as well. And um, and have that adversity to protein because maybe they can't digest it. It makes them feel overly full. Mm. Um, so again, I kind of suggest things like slow cooking and soups so they can almost denature the proteins, break them down and still get a decent hit. But it can be just something that feels quite easy to consume um, anyway. Or again, like a protein smoothie is a really, we've tried yeah. those with Ananzo. It did go down very well. No. So it's different, different uh but I think that's a different, different ball generation. Game, <laughs> like, and I think like that's why, like I think, like the more you can get into the habit now, yeah, definitely, the, the, the you... better. Like you know, because soon, like we're going to be that age. Yeah, not yeah. soon. It will. But, it will come. But, but it's going to come, come probably a lot quicker than we think. And then we're like, oh, I've got to wish I had more protein. <laughs> <laughs> I should have listened. Um, but you know, like I think when you get to a certain age, you're stuck in your ways. And I mean, my nan, there was no, there was no telling her oh, that's going back some years I now know, and, and bless her, you know, she's, she's, uh, well, uh, a, sh a shadow of a former self. Yeah. Yeah. She's I kind couldn't of, think of the expression then. She's declined mentally, hasn't she? Now? Yeah. And you, but you know, she's, yeah, she's 91, you know, she's, you know, she's old and, but, but yeah, like, and you, it's hard. It, it, you, it's interesting though, because considering that now she refuses to eat you know, guys, and cognitively, she's just not there. So often all the carers can get down or is a bag of crisps. Yeah, mm. she's got one for like months and months. The human body is amazing. I, I just look look at sometimes what it can survive on. And don't get me wrong, it's not like she's high functioning now. No. But, the, you know, she's still able to fu function to a certain degree. It's, it's amazing. It is it's bonkers, really. Yeah, yeah. It? And it I, really I, I you know, for a long time with all our elderly relatives and many of my clients have suggested things like liquid multis, spray multis and things like that to keep them topped up. 
but you do tend to see like as much as we think we need all these vitamins and minerals like yeah. the body does a brilliant job of getting by without you know a single vegetable for about <laughs> like, for years even in some yeah. of these it's just incredible so but yeah it's not it's, ideally it's not the way you want to be loading in antioxidants and eating a rainbow by the time like we should be eating rainbows now you know i mean but, like, but I loading think, in all the good stuff i mean this this for me is like you know yeah of course there are things that we need to you know of course we need to change things along the way but equally i do feel that do, do we need to change things that much if we're starting to get into some healthy habits now if you see what i mean yeah probably and, and i think from a nutrition perspective you know our advice is the same generally really for most people yeah, like yeah. And i'm being very broad here but generally protein at every meal yeah, of balance, course balance your blood sugars yeah don't eat too much it makes sense <laughs> to eat a, you know a decent amount of like vegetables and fruits yeah. you know like Little we, fancy. we 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 love all macros, proteins, fats, carbon, carbohydrates, you know, get them down. Yeah. Over time, your, your day-to-day activity level, you know, your, your energy expenditure is going to decrease. It's only natural. So therefore, you know, we need to make a few adaptations to what's, to what's going in. And, you know, the big one is definitely training, you know, over time. I think the difference with the training though is, I mean, don't go wrong. I mean, I mentioned it earlier, you know, some, some clients of mine that are in their fifties, um, or almost, they'll probably kill me if they listen to this. <laughs> they're like, what? Um, you know, and they're still very, very capable of, of some impressive physical um, achievements, if yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like, and so I think, you know, like, you know, we, we don't need to start like putting these, like uh, these barriers on ourselves, these, uh, the the what's the word I'm looking for? Help me out, Kevin. Limitations. Or- Boom, that's the one. Well done. These limitations. Yeah. Um, but equally, you know, we need to be savvy. Yeah, yeah. And we need to kind of come to terms with what we can and can't do. But I think that'll almost naturally happen because I think as you get a bit older, I think you care less. You know, you're not so worried about the aesthetic side of things. You're not so worried about you know, sub three hour marathons or deadlifting a certain amount of weight or squatting a certain amount of weight. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think like once you kind of remove that, it's almost like I'm just happy to be moving now. Yeah. I'm happy to be getting my steps in or going for a swim or doing a doing a resistance session. Yeah. Because I'd like to think that, you know, in 30, 40 years time when I'm in my 60s or 70s, I don't want it to be like, oh, cool, look at that old geezer, you know, deadlifting over there, you know, fair play. I want it to almost be the norm. Do you see what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That people of that age are in the gym. But it's, you, it's not a but surprise to people. I think I think that is in, definitely with COVID and this kind of awareness of, you know, kind of managing your weight to avoid having more severe COVID, people straight away think, oh, I need to exercise more. Yeah. And I think experiencing lockdown and seeing, you know, many people have diabetes and other kind of chronic health issues saw them worsen. So, you know, might have seen their, their blood glucose, their lipids and things change. So I think people are getting there more with exercise and it is becoming a, a lot more of your kind of, you know, gyms are everywhere and there's lots of different ways to move. What my kind of concern is that the norm for nutrition 
is just more and more processed and refined. Yeah, and especially yeah. for that generation who just simply jump to cereal as if it's the healthy thing, yeah. the normal thing to have. And, and granolas and mueslis, and they're absolutely loaded with sugar and yeah, you know, yeah. crap and easy to overindulge in because they're so tasty. Like, I love that kind of stuff. And we don't even have it Hell in. Hell yeah. We don't buy it because, not, you know, me and you go through boxes, didn't we? Hell yeah. <laughs> we just, uh, uh, when we first met, we were like, we need to stop having cereal, man. We're just like yeah. junkies with it. And I think, and it doesn't offer you really any nutrition and i think that's so, it's like so. a, it's it's kind of marketed as a health food in disguise but equally like the coffee shop culture so <laughs> you'd laugh actually i did tell you this we were sat in a in a prep the other day and i was kind of there was an old couple that had come in and they just got themselves a pastry and a coffee hmm. and, I, and they sat down and they got the paper out and i was like oh how nice that's such a lovely way to start their day and within two minutes of eating the croissant, the guy fell asleep. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, oh, was, she, life, she was going, she was nudging him. She was going, did you, did you, do you know you were asleep then? Did you know? And then he went, no, no. And, so, yeah. <laughs> and then like, it, and it's because that kind of thing is just going to like spike your blood sugar and crash you like straight after. There's just nothing in I there. I don't know if that's going to happen in two minutes. So. Well, no, I'm exaggerating. It was about, oh, right. it was about five minutes. He got oh, his paper out and then he started snoring. And, um... And then I think as they were leaving, you know, he kind of said to the table next to me, he said that they, they knew them and they had a little chat and he said, we're going home now for a roast. And, and then I was like, oh, I don't know why I'm like worried about them. I was like, oh, at least they're getting you know, some meat and veg down. And then he went, my favourite, but it's the wine. And I thought, he's going to be asleep again <laughs> after that bloody roast. And I think that's the, the hard thing, that those things can be perceived as healthy you know i'm going out for a, a cappuccino i'm going out for a, you know i'm gonna have a glass of wine my dinner but but actually if you're not doing he didn't move well either i should say like if you're if you're not able to move mm. these things can actually have a really negative effect on your metabolism in terms of like you can't use that energy anywhere just no, you know no. and then and then you do end up in, in a bit of trouble and diabetes and those types of things kick in and so you you know, and you do see the people that have kept movement as part of that. You know, I go for my daily walk and yeah. like you said, and I still train and stuff. They can have those things likely. Yeah. Uh, everyone's got a tolerance and that's what you've got to find out. You'll have a bit that's all right and then too much is going to have a negative effect on your health. But but, but again, like that, it, that to me was sad sorry. because I just thought, sorry, that, you know, you wouldn't have seen that 40, 50 years ago at that age necessarily, would you? You know, it, they wouldn't have been in prep for a start. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Having a cappuccino and a pastry. Oh, all right, okay, all right, I'll move in. And now, they probably yeah. wouldn't have had a car to drive there either. So, you know, so, so do you see what I mean? Everything has got more sedentary yeah. and more easy to but, consume. But that's the thing, energy. you know, think, things change, times change. And, and I think, like, you, you know, we've, we've got to learn to be able to, to make our own decisions. And, and again, it kind of, you know, for me, it's the whole kind of like escalator thing. Like, I'm a bit like, walk. <laughs> yeah, but it's not, it's not, I do think it's, I think one of my concerns is, is, and I argue with this with my dad about this. Is like, do they know the effect that it's having on them? Because it's the norm. That's what I'm saying. Oh, do you know no, what I mean? Course, so I'm like, not sure they know how because they think, well, as I'm older, I can be you know more sedentary yeah, yeah. and use this health. No, no, but I wasn't even or, talking about people a, that are old. Then I was talking a, about like a raison in my croissant. I was talking about like people that are young. You know what I mean? Yes, and, and, yeah, and choose yeah, yeah. not uh, and choose not yeah, to move. Yeah. And, but again, you know, I don't think they're consciously going like oh this isn't as healthy for me as walking, yeah. but I'm just going to do it anyway. They're just, they're like, it's an escalator. Yeah, it yeah. moves, so no, I don't I, need I, to. I think our generation and young adults kind of do have no excuse because it, it, no, we've always known that this Are is how it should be. we not young adults then? No, but what I'm saying is with the elderly, I worry that the norm for them, they'd have to kind of have, be looking at, you know, 
a bit more intuitive in tune yeah. with all this stuff because their norm that they might be looking around at is not necessarily very healthy anymore yeah whereas you know you know like it was they didn't have a choice 30, 40, 50 years ago. Yeah, yeah, and the norm yeah. was healthy because there was no other options. Yeah, yeah, yeah there, wasn't, there wasn't the food and they had to exercise and therefore they, they were just... They, a, they knew no different. That's it, yeah. yeah, yeah. Whereas now I think there's like a... And I definitely want to chat with my gran, there's a kind of like, she'll roll her eyes as, as if I, you know, me and you are quite extreme in, in which, you know, maybe we are. But, you know, she kind of has a couple of servings of veg with her dinner and, and goes for a little walk in the day. But she thinks anything more than that, you know, like having to do physio more than once a week, yeah. you know, which is so beneficial for her. She just rolls her eyes and it's like, oh, God, really? You well, know, and it, yeah. it's, it's that kind of, well, I'm doing my bit, you know, I'm having two servings of veg for my dinner. <laughs> it's funny, though, isn't it? Because like my nan, I mean, now, you know, it's different. But prior, you know, when she, she was given these like daily exercises she was meant to do, and uh, if ever I was like, you've done your exercises, Nan? Yes, yes, I've done them. And you're like, you know she's lying. We never saw her do them, did yeah. we? Ever. Like she, conveniently, if we're actually there, you know, and, and I'm asking her that question when I'm sat next to her and I say, have you done your exercises today? And she'll say, yes, yes, I have. Well, when did you do them then? Because like, I'm here and I haven't seen you do <laughs> And then she was like, oh, well, I do some whilst I'm still in bed. <laughs> So I do the leg once and I'm like, oh, right, okay, yeah, of course you do. And then and she goes and, you know, like you, she goes, you don't see what I, I do when you go off to the toilet or when you're out there cooking dinner. I was like, oh, right. So you could, could um, conveniently do them just whenever I'm not in the room, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and considering that's a very, very small percentage of the day, it just so happens that that's what you do. And I thought, oh, bless her. You know, she's, you know telling me what I want to hear rather than what uh what what I should but you know I just think it's for me it's I don't know like I I just think like we've we've learned a lot over the years and that's why we talk in this way you know it's not because we're trying to I don't know get on a high horse about it or or whatever you know we we've had to come to this conclusion ourselves to where longevity is really really important to us and when we have seen those around us suffer you know and like i think you know having that it's almost like a reminder isn't it or a reality check yeah. of like do you know what like we're not here forever we're, we're not always going to be this able-bodied. We're not always going to be able to do the things that we can do right now. So bloody hell, let's make the most of it. Yeah, yeah, and let's do what we can now to ensure that in 20, 30, 40 years' time, we can still do shit, yeah, yeah. basically. And I think for me, it's like, and I've mentioned this before, but I'm going to mention it again, that conversation I had with that old lady in the in the coffee shop once. Do you remember when I told you and she couldn't finish her toast and she tapped me on the shoulder she sat next to me and was like would you got this slice of toast i can't finish it and that's how we started chatting and she was um i can't remember how old she was now i think she was in her late 70s or early 80s but you know very glammed like dressed very very well and and she was telling me how like it was really hard for her she felt very lonely because she's always taken care of herself and been fit whereas her friends hadn't so much and as a result, a lot of them are like in homes or, you know, they've lost their marbles or they're not here anymore. And you just think like little things like that, you think, gosh, like, and that's another thing, like you kind of think, I don't know, 
that's why I kind of like want more people now to kind of like be thinking ahead and, and thinking of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it, and I just because you don't really think about that, do you? Because I think there is that element of almost like it's just acceptable when you're a certain age to do less yeah. and and whatnot. But but yeah, so hopefully, guys, like I I, I think I wanted. I mean, I don't know what what, what you think, Eris, but like for me, I wanted this to be an episode that kind of gives people a bit of food for thought and gets them thinking a little bit about the here and now, yes, but also the long-term effects of our actions. Yeah, I think so. And put a positive spin on your healthy stuff because we always think about weight loss or trying to look better or trying to compare to somebody else or things like that. It's always a negative. And I think if you can actually kind of flip that and go, no, 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 this is about me and me kind Mm. of having that, like you just said, longevity good quality of life into you know my last days that i'm here for i think it it can really motivate you better and it can make you kind of put you know put the trainers on and get out the door when you're not really feeling like doing it but equally make you go i walk today you know i'm tired and my my knees don't want me to run you know and and make those necessary adaptations because you can read in the feedback that you're getting from your body that's it that's that that's that that's a wrap Right, guys, hope you enjoyed that. Big, big love. Any questions, as always, you know where we at. Holla, info at fitterfood.com or catch us on social media and stuff. Um, and we'll see y'all in episode 172. You've got a, got a guest on with you, haven't you? I have got the lovely Kate Howdigo. Who's been on previously. Yep, and we'll be talking about health anxiety. I mean, interestingly, um, this was a bit of a two-part podcast. We had to, like, pause halfway through recording because you had a client we probably repeated ourselves yeah so do forgive us if we have repeated ourselves (laughs) or you know maybe it was blatantly obvious that like (laughs) this was like two podcasts or maybe we did a really good job and it blended in nicely and no one knew and we just we just let we just let the reminder in the beginning but then so and since then you've since recorded the next episode with kate yeah but blinking hell like kerry sent me a message she's like don't call i'm jumping on a call now with kate and then next thing you know, four and a half la- four four and a half hours later, I thought, well, call would have been ended, right? Give Keris a ring just to see where she is. Oh, can I call you back in a minute? I'm still on with Kate. I don't actually know how long the podcast was because we did and it on I thought, Zoom. Blimey, I hope that weren't a whopper of a podcast. It might have been, but we wouldn't know. We were Maybe break it, break it up into five after. parts or something. You see, when you hook up with a fellow friend and nutritional therapist, you have a lot to gas about. Yeah. And Kate is lovely as well, she to be fair. Amazing. So, Fantastic you know, I can, I can see why you'd want to just... Chat, 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 chat. part of my social health. And that. <laughs> right then. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Laters.